to the Retire Notes podcast series about preparing for retirement. I'm Kim Peets and I'm talking to Bruce Manners, the author of Retirement Ready and founder of the RetireNotes.com website. I'm looking forward to this podcast because today we're going to talk about early retirement. You want to retire early, don't you? Oh, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) But I'm I'm looking forward to this because actually instead of just us talking about, um, you know, maybe summaries in a book or some statistics, we're actually going to hear a story about a couple and I'm looking forward to hearing. So tell me about this couple. Yeah, yeah. Look, his name is John Wick, not related to the movie series. Not related uh, to the movie series. No, one, one. Another he's, John Wick. Another John Wick. <laughs> um, he's actually English, so the, the accent doesn't work. <laughs> okay, doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> but uh, he and his wife, Alison, retired early. Yeah. His age, he didn't tell me his wife's age, and you, you don't ask, of course. No, no. it's very rude. No. Sure. Um, he was 51 years of age when he retired, and they went sailing. And he, and he told me. By the way, I met him at the gym. I love it. Can you it. imagine? I love it. <laughs> he's, he's at the gym working out. Um, he worked for 30 years mm. and he said, my plan is to be retired for 30 years. Okay. Mm. And he's, okay. he's getting close. He didn't say what he's going to do after that. John was a veterinary surgeon. Alison, his wife, was a nurse. And he was a sailor from an early age. He graduated from the small boats, the bigger boats, and uh, they had a yacht in the end. Mm. Um, so he, they just loved it. A family of three children, and they loved to sail the Mediterranean. Mm. Living in England, they just sailed So they'd already the done a bit of sailing. Yeah. 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 And he, he told me, we always went on adventurous holidays. Mm. And uh, it, and it's true. It's mm. true. And And... One of the things to notice in their story is that they liked and enjoyed adventure. Mm. It was part of who they, uh, who they are. Mm. And still they, they love some of the adventure stuff. That's um, really good. Th- there's a woman named Susan Kane who's written a book called Quiet, and it's about how introverts are ruling the world. I like that. Yeah, I'm not sure they do. You're not sure. Anyway. As an extrovert, <laughs> I might disagree. <laughs> yes, yes. But she has a great line in, in her book where she says, people should put themselves in the right light. For some, it's a Hollywood spotlight. For others, it's a lamp-lit desk. Oh, I like that. And, and there's, a, there's a truth in that Yeah, that's important. Now, here's a couple that just love the adventurous life. Mm. And uh, you would expect in retirement they would make that part of their life. Well, you'd be sad if, if someone was so adventurous and then they said, oh, no, actually, we're not going to be adventurous anymore. Just cut that out yeah. of their life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, back in the 1970s, they started on another adventure. Uh, he had planned to sell up his business in, in England and uh, go to Africa, to Uganda. And it was all, it was all planned. Yeah. Then just before they left, Idi Amin came into power. Uh, now, not a good ruler. No, I mean, no and no. clearly not. Yeah. You wouldn't want to go there. No, no. no this new dictator. So he cancelled, but he discovered there was a job in Sydney. Ah. So he applied for it, got the job, flew across, and then his family joined him later. They spent five years in Australia. Love the place. Other side of the world. Other side of the world. That's pretty adventurous, isn't it? An adventure. An adventure. While they were here, they became Australian citizens, so they're one of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So this was great. They loved it that much. They knew they'd come back. Yeah. But after five years... He, by now, was living in Port Macquarie. They were living in Port Macquarie. Oh, and he, not a bad place to retire. Oh, to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or to retire is one of the or to retire. major retirement capitals of Australia, yes, actually. Yes, true, true. Yeah. Um, he bought the business he was working in, but then he sold it. And he went back to England because they wanted to school their children in England, which is okay. Mm, and mm. it was stable, routine life with the occasional adventure, of course. Yeah. Um, and building up his business. But one adventure changed their life. They went to Portugal for a golfing tournament. 
As you do. To play golf. There was <laughs> okay. part of it. Yep, yep. And they took a book with them which was entitled Sell Up and Sale. Ah. And it was raining in Portugal. <laughs> Not only in Spain it. on the plane, it was raining in Portugal next door. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so they had time to read the book and John became excited. Mm. And he said, why don't we sell up and go sailing? Now, two points. Okay. Two points Far we need away. to know here. Yes, yeah, yes. Give us the points. Uh, if only John had been... Uh, excited about the concept and Alison wasn't, there would have been a problem. Yeah. A yacht is not a very big place to have someone Ooh. on there who really didn't want to be there. Oh, yeah, that's a point. Okay. So this is, this is about, <laughs> and I've mentioned this before on other podcasts, this is yeah. about couples talking through yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah. Alison was on site. Not a problem. But she did have one condition. Can we only do it for five years? She didn't want to do it. For the rest of my life. Yeah. But exactly. clearly he's the sailor. He's the one that's already been into that kind of adventure. Yes, yes. And, and she had yeah. sailed with him. Yeah. She had sailed with him. And, of course, this point about couples talking, mm. you need to get agreement on some of those, well, particularly that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be getting that wrong. No. Oh, hang on. I've changed my mind. Yes. You're one year in. <laughs> Whoops. You need, uh, no, to make sure you're going to do it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so they went out and bought a bigger yacht and they retired. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I reckon it's pretty cool. <laughs> we need to talk about finances. Yeah. I was going to say mean, they clearly had, I mean, veterinary clinic. I'm yeah, yeah. thinking they're probably okay financially, but they planned yeah. about it. But they, the, yes, they need to, and anyone who wants to retire early mm. needs to make sure they have their uh, finances in place mm. so they can do it. Mm. Um, and, and for them... Alison had quit her job as a nurse and she became the office manager of the businesses. Mm. He ended up being, or they ended up being the owner of two veterinary clinics and partners in another one. So they sold that up. They sold their house. They sold everything. They were not planning to go back to the UK to live. Mm. Okay, That's a massive commitment. I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm putting myself in their shoes going, that's huge. I don't know if I'd want to sell up everything, like all their businesses. You sort of feel like you still want to have something to come back to, but they really dive in, love it. Everything was gone. Yeah. That's it. it. Getting back to anyone else doing this, you have to really try to work out the funds. How's that going Mm. to work? Now, Mm. the, the problem is if you're so focused on the funds for retiring early, you can just have a lopsided kind of life, which is all about the money, the money, the money. Yeah. But not really living a full life. Yeah. What I like about John's story is that it is a full life he was living. Yeah. yeah lots of adventure. The sailing was his thing and that's what he did. He played yeah. golf and so on. And uh, um, even now, he still is on the water in canoes these days. He in doesn't can- have a yacht. <laughs> not a <the> yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but please, for those who want to retire early, don't limit your living mm. Um, mm. because it's important you live a, a full life. That's it. A full That's life. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what sort of happened while they're on their adventures? I mean, well, okay, I, I'm still getting my head around selling up, but I've got to move on from that. <laughs> so, so tell us, you know, some of the things that happen while they're actually doing this yeah, yeah. adventure, well, the, the this first five year, year adventure. Yep, the first year they sailed the Mediterranean. Yes. Oh, and, you know, there, lovely. Yeah, there, there's envy in me as oh, I'm yeah, thinking I'm about this. I'm a little this. bit jealous. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and then they joined what's called the Atlantic Rally for Cruisers, cruisers being boats. Mm, and, mm. Um, they started in the Canary Islands it's nice, and ended up at St. Lucia in the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah. Um, so that would be nice. And they all gathered together and you had to get 
to the Canary Islands by yourself. This was kind of proving you could actually sail, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and they would all start together and there'd be various points on the journey where the boats would meet, the yachts would meet mm. together. And, okay, so you know, it's just like a convoy, a little... No, it was It was no. very much unlike a convoy unlike because they'd convoy. go their separate ways and just come back to these points. Uh, okay, and there, there'd be a finishing line at the end, and so on, and there'd be awards for who was first and all this, yeah. all this kind of thing. Yeah, and they they enjoyed this kind of sailings, mm. and um, they they kept saying this was good adventure, good adventure. And um, Alison was there when I was talking to John, and she said, "Don't forget the parties." <laughs> And don't forget the parties. The parties. <laughs> and it seems like whenever yachties get together, whether it's on the ocean or on the shore, there's Party. always parties. Okay. And, uh, they're that, living it up. What you're they're saying living is they're up. living it up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and there were some scary moments. Yeah. I mean, at one point, uh, John had serious food poisoning. They're just leaving Ecuador. <gasps> Exciting place to be at, but he had food poisoning. It, obviously, he recovered. Yeah, yeah. Um, on their last trip, a serious rough weather wrecked their self-steering gear. Now, you have to, if the self-steering gear is wrecked, you have to sail this thing oh, manually. 24-7. 24-7. Yeah. There was only two of them on the boat. <gasps> That's doing the night shift, doing the day shift, That's, doing the night. Oh. Yeah. yeah fortunately, they, they were sailing again with a group. And um, one okay. of the other boats said, hey, we've got a couple of crew members. We'll put them oh, on. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how they got out of that. Mm. But uh, I, I love their journey, their final adventure. Started at the end of 1998. And uh, they joined what was called the Millennium Odyssey. This was 15 yachts oh. tr- sailing around the world. Okay. okay and, just and, picture, I'm just closing <laughs> my eyes, just having a picture. <laughs> and they had... Gone to the tomb of the Saviour in Jerusalem, and they'd got a light from there and lit lamps. And there, what they were going to do was sail around the world, stopping at various cities for civic events and cathedrals mm. for cathedral events, and leave a lamp at each of these cities. Ah, oh, and they were to so get cool. back to to Rome and the Vatican by Easter two thousand millennium event. Yeah, yes, and they would ha- pass on a light to the Pope. This was the idea. And they joined this group. Now, you could join at various, any, any place, really. And they said, we will join this in London and we'll finish in Sydney. That's amazing. Back in Australia. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So this, this was their plan. It, it oh, was that's just, quite adventurous. I actually just think part of it was a reason just to kind of go around the world again. But, you know. Oh, like, yes. Oh, but yes. That's, but the, I love the intention of that. Like, hey, if yes. we do this, this will end up here and this is the purpose. Yeah, exactly. Pretty cool. Exactly. Well, it was good. So, you know, this is, this is how they finished uh, mm. back in Australia. But I talked to John about earlier in time and he said to me, look, planning is the secret. Mm. Mm. Planning is the secret. If you if you want to do it, you have to plan for it. That's it. That that it, it can be an option. Mm. Can be an option. Uh, and uh, we talked about the finances. Yeah. Yep. Um, they had set themselves up for financial independence, mm. and uh, they were aware of that, which meant when they said, "Hey, here's a plan. Mm. Let's try it." And I have a suspicion he didn't confirm this, but I have the suspicion he did have this plan of working for thirty years. And be retired for thirty years so he before he actually started did it. it. Yes, I was going to say he started it long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really good. And and the timing was right. Mm. They had no family responsibilities. I was say, the kids must have grown up. The kids were grown yeah. up. Um, one of them was doing a second degree. The other two were in business or, or working somewhere. Mm. I'm not sure what they do. Mm. Um, and the other thing that was important to them is that the year before they did this, both their mothers had died that year. 
the fathers had died yeah. the year before, so th- right. they felt they didn't have we the have commitment no... to exactly uh, yeah to look after elderly parents. Yeah. So he said the timing was right. Yeah, and and I think for anyone thinking of early retirement, the timing must be right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and and he said this to me, and this is about agreement as mm. a couple. And he said, as a couple, you both need to have the same dream. Mm. Mm. Okay, that was important. When you retire, couples spend a lot of time together. For us, we'd work together and then we sailed together. Mm. There were no fights, despite not being able to be more than, he said, 40 feet, which is about 12, I think it's about 12 meters, meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. away from each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's something in that, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Working yeah. together. They, they had worked together yes. and then they were together in to this teeny tiny space. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and John is a sensible bloke. I hope he never hears this and he might think I'm... I think he would like to say that... You, he would like to think that you thought of him as an adventurist and probably not that sensible. <laughs> oh, dear. But look, here's his advice for retirement. Oh. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fascinated. Yeah. It's, it's, he said this to me. It's not only about preparing for retirement, you need to make sure you've got something to do in retirement. Mm. With our sailing, we had five years of excitement and pleasure and a tremendous sense of achievement. Mm. And the interesting thing to me is... Um, when they shifted down to Melbourne, I mean, he volunteered at the Hillsville Sanctuary. Okay. So uh, cool. he, he was doing that for a while. Love it. Um, he's been heavily involved in the, the local Probus in this area. Um, mm. Probus is a place for retired people. Yep. And they do adventurous type things, I guess. Yes, um, yes. He's also learnt the bagpipes. Think oh. about that. An Englishman playing bagpipes. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and he's got his family nearby because they've all come out and they all live in in the outer Melbourne. Mm. And so they're all together, all together. and uh, really he sees them often. So, you know, this is part of his life. Mm. It's John and Alison's uh, sense of adventure that brought them here. Mm. I, I, he's quite proud of this story, so I'll tell it to you. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. <laughs> to join the yachts in London, uh, in the Thames, he had to go under London Bridge. Mm. And they had to raise the bridge for him. Ooh. That bridge is really, really raised. Wow. And he was quite pleased that. I, I showed oh, me, that's, that's quite a big thing. That's it a is. big deal. It is. <laughs> and he showed me a picture of his little yacht <laughs> coming oh. under the bridge. Um, because the race started on the other side, you see. So he had to join them. Then, of course, when the race started... He had to go under the bridge again. Oh, so. they had to raise it again. They had to raise oh. it again. And, and a really <laughs> That's neat, a pretty cool story. <laughs> a really neat part of this, when they arrived in Australia, he sailed under the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Mm. It kind of finished the journey back to uh, I like that. Australia. A perfect closing, really. It was, it was. Oh. And he said to me, you know what? Sailing is the slowest, most expensive way of coming to Australia. But it's the greatest fun. It's the greatest fun. I love that. Thanks so much for sharing that amazing story, Bruce. And remember, you can always go to the retirenotes.com website for more information, or you can find or order Retirement Ready at bookshops or on the website.